my heavenly Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Let the power of my Lord be great. Father, grant us grace. Father, open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Father, turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto you. And my Father, let us only see Jesus. Let us only see Jesus. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you will turn with me again to John 10. We are going to keep looking at these verses while we do this series, I guess you could call it. And it's verse 34. And Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he answered them. And he said, is it not written in your law? Notice he didn't say his law, your law. He said, I said, you are God's. If he called them God's unto whom the word of God came. And here's the phrase that we are getting into our hearts. And the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be broken. Do you know that the scripture, the word of God is stronger than your feelings? Do you know that the word of God is stronger than your situation? Do you know that the word of God can work through any bad situation? The word of God is stronger. The word of God will be here when the world won't be. The word of God will remain. So that's what we're looking at there. Let's go to Romans 2. This is Paul speaking. And he's talking to the Christians that are at Rome. And he says unto them, verse 11, For there is no respect of persons with God. And he's talking here, if you go up to um, verse 8, he says, But unto them that are contentious, and do not obey the truth. He said, But obey unrighteousness unto them, they get indignation and wrath. Why? There's no respect of persons with God. Tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. Why? For there is no respecter of persons with God. But, ver, uh, but 10, but glory, honor, peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to us Gentiles. Why? Because there is no respecter of persons with God. You get what you paid for. Thank God. And what I said before, got no respecter of persons with God. We are looking at how God deals with women, how Jesus deals with women. And you know what? Because of this verse, and because of John 10, that the scripture cannot be broken, and this verse says there's no respecter of persons with God, we can stand on that even when we don't feel like it. We can stand on it and say, whatever you did for this one, you will do for me. You have to, because that's what the Word of God says, and the Word of God cannot be broken. Now, with that, let's go to Luke 8. How Jesus deals with women. Why do we want to study of how Jesus deals with women? I just said it. There's no respect of persons. We're going to find out how Jesus will deal with us. Luke 8, verse 1. And it came to pass afterward that Jesus went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad 
tidings of the kingdom of God. And the 12 were with him. His apostles, the 12 apostles, the 12 disciples. And look at verse 2, the first word, and. And. Who else was with Jesus? It says the 12 apostles were with him, the 12 disciples, and. Look who else was with Jesus. And certain women. And certain women. Did you know that? Did you know that when Jesus traveled from Galilee to, um, to Jerusalem, there were a group of women that went with him? Wow. It says, and certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. And certain women which had been healed. Of evil spirits. Did you know that being an evil spirit being cast out of you is considered a healing? You would if you had one cast out. You know it when one has been cast out. It says, who have been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Some of these women had been sick, diseased. And where are they now? They're walking with Jesus right alongside the disciples. Right alongside the disciples. Oh, the church has not read the word of God. I grew up in a denomination that women were tolerated. And that was it. And right here, they were walking with Jesus. They were walking with Jesus. And it says here, uh, Women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. That means they didn't start out perfect. That means they didn't start out perfect. It says Mary called Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. We're going to take a look at Mary Magdalene in a minute. It says Mary Magdalene out of whom went seven devils. Not just one folks. Seven. And it says the next one. And Joanna the wife of Chusa. Herod Stewart, I love this. Herod was an enemy of Jesus. Herod uh, wanted Jesus crucified. But Herod Stewart, the manager of his affairs, wife, walked with Jesus. You don't think God has a sense of humor? The very manager of his household, the manager of his household, Chusa, wife, was walking with Jesus. And not only that, it says here, giving to Jesus of her substance. Oh, God has a sense of humor, doesn't he? It says, and, and you know what? God doesn't care who you are. God has no respecter of persons. Herod is just like the next guy. And God had his steward's wife walking with Jesus. And it says, and Susanna and many others, many others, many others walking along with Jesus and his disciples. That was a group, a group. And there were many women in that group walking with Jesus. And it says, which ministered of him of their substance, ministered to him of their substance. They gave him money. Some of these women gave him money. 
They walked with Jesus and gave him money and they had a place with Jesus. They had a place with Jesus. Now, let's go back to Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene, the, 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 the reason they called her Magdalene was because she was from Magdala. And that's a town right on, it's on the Sea of Galilee. So that's where she was from. Now, I want us to bring something to our attention. I grew up in a denominational church. Everybody had an opinion about Mary Magdalene. You know what? The Bible, we only look at the Word of God. That's what we know is the truth. That's what we know will never be broken. Nowhere in the Word of God does it say that she was a prostitute. Nowhere. It is not written anywhere in the Word of God that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. It does not have in the Word of God anywhere her age. You know, I've heard that she was, uh, um, she was uh, Jesus' age. I heard the speculation that Jesus and her might have had a relationship. Where is that in the Bible? You would do well not to speculate. You would do real well not to speculate. Because that is nowhere in the word of God. We have no idea how old this woman is. She may be younger than Jesus. She may be his age. She may be older than Jesus. She hung out with Jesus' mother. We don't know where she, we, should, we don't know what she was except that she had seven devils. We don't know if she was rich or poor. We, I, from reading this, these are a group of women that gave her their substance. There's a really good chance Mary gave them some, some of hers. There's a good chance she's listed. She's the first one listed. But the wonderful thing is she had seven devils. She had seven devils devils. No, it does not say anywhere in there what devils she had. You know what? Jesus cast out a lot of devils. I had an interesting conversation with my hairdresser one day. She and I were talking. She's a Christian. She, she speaks in tongues. And I said something about uh, she, was, she had a situation and I said, well, that's the devil in that person. And she went, oh, no. I don't want to have anything to do with the devil. I said, you just did. I said, you just did. She said, what do you mean? I said, that's the devil that's telling you that. You know what? What if you read about Jesus, if you follow his ministry, he cast out devils more than anything else. Now, when did that change? If Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, when did Jesus change? Jesus cast out devils. Jesus dealt with the devil. Jesus wasn't afraid of the devil. And why did Jesus cast out devils? Why did Jesus cast out devils? Turn with me to John 3. We're going to show you why Jesus cast out devils. John 3, I'm going to begin in John 3, 16. Wear it on your hat. Wear it on your face. But we're going to take a look at it. It says, for God so loved the world. Look at that. God so loved the world. It doesn't say Jesus did, although he did. Right here it says God so loved the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. 
If any of you mothers have children, think about giving up one of yours to go to the cross and see what that feels like. It says, for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And this next verse is why Jesus cast out devils. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. Oh, you got a devil. You ever heard that? Oh, you got a devil. Oh, you are the devil. Why did God send Jesus? God sent his, not his son into the world to condemn it, but that the world through Jesus might be saved. Might be saved. God sent Jesus to save us. To save us. You know that word is sozo. We all know here the word sozo. Sozo, the word for save. Sozo means whatever you need to make you complete. Whatever you need to make you prosperous, happy, comforted. Whatever you need to walk in this earth satisfied. That's what sozo means. That's why Jesus cast out devils. Why? To save us. To save us. And to save us from the devil. To save us from those spirits that torment us. And Mary had seven. Sometimes I think she got off easy. Mary had seven. And Jesus came to Mary and cast them out of her. And after he cast the devil out of her, you know what Mary did? She walked with Jesus. Jesus had her walk with him. She didn't, she wasn't hidden from Jesus. She wasn't sneaking up behind. She walked with Jesus right alongside the disciples. There was a group of women that walked with Jesus from Galilee to Jerusalem, wherever he went, they came with him. He, they were part of his entourage. They were part of his group. Mary, a woman that had seven devils, walked with him without the seven devils. And you say, oh, uh, people that believe in devils, well, you know, that, that's the old time. Jesus never changes. The Father never changes. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. I've also heard, well, only, they only have devils in Africa. Really? Really? And you wonder why some people in the United States act like they do? You know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this testimony right in here. And I'm not the only one. But I have a family. I grew up in a family that had some devils. And the devils were devils of insanity. Terror. Insanity. I had, and she won't mind me sharing this, I had a mother who tried to commit suicide. I had a mother that went to see psychiatrists and psychologists, and she tried, she tried, um, what do they call it, hypnosis. She tried everything to get what was in her to shut up. She had a devil, and it tormented her. And she was a depressed woman. Many times when I was young, about eight, nine, ten, I made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because my mother wouldn't come out of her room. You know what? That's not my mother today. 
God, God delivered my mother of that devil. And you know who, you know who inherited that thing? I did. I did. When I first, I had a, a decent childhood. I, I, I went to college. I had a job. But when I came to Water of Life, that spirit that I inherited from my mother didn't like Water of Life. And it made my life miserable. And there were times that, well, I'll just say there were some very bad times. I remember sitting on my, the edge of my bed once and that devil saying to me, why don't you just end it all right here? Why don't you just get out of people's way? All you're doing is hindering everybody. You don't really need to live. You're not worth living. You, you know, the, the, you, you, you're not going to cut the mustard. You're not like everybody else. You can't live like they do. I mean, that thing talked all the time. And, and I understood. I started understanding why my mother was the way she was. And I remember I was asked to speak at a full gospel businessman just to give my testimony. And that afternoon, oh, that spirit was doing everything it could to destroy me. And I, I, I was trying to get ready, and I could, I could work with it. You know, I mean, I learned to work kind of with it talking and try not to listen to it. But I got in the shower, and I had two children in the bathtub next to me. I only had two at the time. And they were playing in the bathtub, and I was trying to get ready to do this thing. And I was, I was awful. It was awful. And I remember sitting there thinking, I am going to lose my reality right here. I'm going to lose it. And there is nobody here to get the kids because I watched my mother lose it. And she had, when she lost it, she didn't even know she had kids. And I thought, what am I going to do? I'm losing it. And I stepped out of the shower and I went into the bedroom and I know it was the spirit of God. Thank God for Jesus in us. Thank God for Jesus in us. And I walked into the middle of my bedroom and I looked up and I said to my, the father, I said, how long are you going to leave the righteous forsaken? I didn't even know that verse, but the spirit of God in me did. I said, how long are you going to leave the righteous forsaken? Because that's what I felt like, totally forsaken. How long are you going to leave the righteous forsaken? And I started feeling a little bit better. And I, and I was able to get dressed. I was able to get the kids ready to send them to the babysitters. I went and spoke that night. And frankly, folks, what I spoke, you know, it, was, it wasn't worth anything. But, but that was Friday night. Sunday morning, I come to church. And I sat right about there. And we're worshiping God. And all, while we're worshiping God, the Spirit of God came on me. Heavy. It was glorious. And I heard these words. I am here to deliver you from the insanity and terror that has been in your family. I am here. I am here. Why? Because I asked. Because I called out. You know, it says those that call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Well, he showed up. And while I was standing there shaking, he started delivering me from generations, generations of insanity. How did your family get it? I don't know. Did I care? No. I didn't care. I was being delivered. I was being delivered. I remember Dole was up here and he saw kind of what was going on and he came over and he said, what's going on? 
I mean, I'm standing there like this. I mean, just shaking, but I'm standing. And I told him, and he, I mean, I remember his eyes got about this big. And he stood right beside me. You know, he never said anything. He just watched. He watched the Spirit of God come and save me. Save me. Just like he'll save you. He saved me. And you know what? Since that day, I haven't lost it ever. I've had no more, oh, I think I want to kill myself. None. Why? The devil is gone. Mary Magdalene had seven. We don't know what they were. But Jesus came to save her. He came to save her. And not only did he save her, listen to this. Not only did he save her, she walked with him. He made, he had her walk with him. He saved her so she could walk with him. That's why he came. He came to save us so we can walk with him. Turn with me to Mark 15. It said, and when the centurion, this is Jesus on the cross. He had just died. He said, and when the centurion which stood over against him saw that he had so cried out and gave up the ghost, Jesus did. He said, truly, this man was the son of God. And look at this next verse. And there were also women, women, women. There were also women looking on afar off, among whom was Mary Magdalene. And Mary, the mother of James, the less, and Joas, and Salmone, who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him. Ministered unto him. They had a place with Jesus. These women had a place with Jesus. Do you know you have a place with Jesus? Do you know that God has a place for you to walk with Jesus? Do you know that it's promised to every born-again Christian? There is a place for you. And it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. There is a place for you. I'll show you if we have time. It says, and many other women which came up with him unto Jerusalem. Now, go with me to Matthew 28. This Mary Magdalene, who had seven devils that don't have any devils anymore. Jesus cast the devils out of her. It says, Matthew 28, verse 1. It says, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene. Like I said, she wasn't a prostitute. We don't know how old she is. She came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. I laugh. There's Mary Magdalene. There's the mother Mary. There's the other Mary. There's the Mary, uh, Mary mother. You know, around here it's Kathy. There's Kathy Currier. There's Kathy Davidson. There's Kathy Ma. There's, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I laughed when I saw all the Marys. It says, all right, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn during the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Notice, no disciples here. Mary and another Mary. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his remnant white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became his dead man. But Mary and the other Mary didn't. They're standing there. And the angel answered and said unto the women, fear not you. Don't be afraid. 
He said, don't be afraid, for I know you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. He has risen. He is not here. He has risen. It says, come see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, it says Jesus met them. Jesus met them. The first people Jesus meets after he is risen from the dead are women who walked with him. Women who walked with him. That's who he revealed himself to first. And he says, and Jesus met them saying, all hail. And they came and beheld him by the feet and worshiped him. And Jesus said unto them, be not afraid. I love this verse here. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there shall they meet me. You know, I've been accused of trying to usurp authority over a man. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, you need to read that word for one thing. But do you know that Jesus told these women, go tell the disciples to meet me in Galilee. Now, Mary shows up to the disciples and says, Jesus said, go meet him in Galilee. So you're saying she absurd authority over the disciples? Jesus is the one that told her, go tell these men. Judge righteous judgment. All right? But guess what? Mary got to do that. I want you to, we're going to finish. Go to me with John 10. Or John, I'm sorry, John 20. Verse 11. This is the other account. And if you read the accounts, you can see that, that Mary then was separated. And before they could handle Jesus, she went through this episode. Verse 11. But Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping. Why? Jesus wasn't in there. The body's gone. And it says, and while she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher. And see, two angels of white sitting, one at the head and the other feet where the body of Jesus is laying. These angels are in the tomb, and they're looking at Mary, and Mary's looking at them. A woman that walked with Jesus. And it says, and they said unto her, woman, why weepest thou? She said, because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not it was Jesus. Now I want you to notice this. She didn't think, she didn't know it was Jesus. And Jesus said unto her, woman, why weepest thou? Whom seek you? Who are you looking for? And she's supposing him to be the gardener. So we know that he looked just like a man because she thought he was the gardener. So he, like I said, he wasn't sparkly. He wasn't transparent. He didn't fly six inches off the ground. She thought he was the gardener. So he looked like a man. And she said, said unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said unto her, Mary. And she turned herself and said unto him, Rabbi, which is master. And Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren unto them and tell them, say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, and my God, and your God. And Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples she had seen the Lord, and he had spoken these things under her. The first 
person to preach the good news that Jesus was raised from the dead was Mary Magdalene who had seven devils cast out of her. God has a place. If you will go to 1 Corinthians 12, you will read, God has a place for every one of us women to walk with him. He has a place perfectly designed for you to walk with him, to be a son of God. The only thing you need to do to begin is to be born again. You must be born again, Jesus said. Jesus said to, to the Pharisee, you must be born again. And how are you born again? It says it in Romans that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, Jesus, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to come into my life and be Lord. And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. I believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. What's that next verse? It says, you shall be saved. You shall be saved. Whatever you need to get you fixed, God will fix. Amen. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.